Hey everyone, and welcome to Theology Matters. I'm your host, Justin Tillman, and in this podcast, we discuss topics and questions related to Christian theology with the goal of helping you better understand the Bible, how theology impacts your life, and why what you believe matters. So thanks for listening in today, and let's dive in. This week's question is about blind faith and whether or not the Christian faith is a blind faith. You know, many people believe that Christian faith means believing without or despite any proof for what we believe. And that statement is 100% true if you define Christian faith as completely accepting things at face value without honest question or investigation. However, God's call to believe the gospel isn't a call to this kind of blind faith. For example, every time I set foot on an airplane, I have faith that that plane isn't going to crash shortly after takeoff. Otherwise, I would never set foot on that plane, and neither would you. So I do have faith that the plane will make it. Why? Because I know the rigorous testing and maintenance that the plane must go through. I know the intense training and hours of flight that the pilot has completed, and I know the statistics regarding the safety of flight as a method of travel. And I take these things into consideration and make the informed decision to step onto the plane in the hope that I will reach my destination. Now, I can't know with 100% certainty that the plane I'm on won't crash. They sometimes do. All I can do is weigh the evidence and decide whether I trust what I know and whether I'm willing to trust the pilot and the maintenance crews and get on the plane. Christian faith is just like that. Throughout Scripture, God has called us to trust Him primarily because He's trustworthy by nature. Now, I know that sounds like circular reasoning, but God goes further than that. So throughout Scripture, God tells His people to investigate and reason with Him. And let's go through through uh, some of those verses. Isaiah 1.18, in that verse, God calls His people in all of chapter 1 to reason with Him regarding their sin and to think through the consequences and the forgiveness He's offering. And then in Luke 1, 1 through 4, at the beginning of his account of the story of Jesus, Luke plainly states that he's investigated everything carefully and is relying um, on what he's heard and is relaying what he's learned and discovered. That doesn't sound like someone taking everything on blind faith and denying proof. In Luke 14, uh, verses 25 through 33, Jesus tells his disciples to think and consider what following him means. So in other words, don't just blindly follow Jesus. Think about what you're committing to. In John 10, 37 through 38, Jesus tells people to look at the works he is doing and at least start there by believing in those and being open to what he has to say. In John 14, 10 through 11, Jesus says much the same thing he said in John 10, and he's essentially saying, at least look at what I'm doing visibly in front of you and believe. In John 20, 30 through 31, John plainly says the whole reason he was writing the Gospel of John was so that people could believe based on what Jesus was doing, not simply by just blindly following after him. And then in 1 Corinthians 15, 6, Paul is providing evidence for the resurrection. And he tells the Corinthians that many of the people who saw Jesus after his resurrection are still alive and implying that they could go and investigate for themselves if they wanted to. So those are just a few verses that point to the Christian faith being a faith that's concerned with facts and trusting those facts when we're convinced. So it's important to clear up what Christian faith is because Christians often use the term faith as our answer for why we believe the things that we believe, such as the Bible being the Word of God or Jesus Christ being risen from the dead. 
when the Bible claims to be the Word of God, Christians believe it because we found the Bible to be trustworthy in what it says in other areas. For example, there are many archaeological discoveries that corroborate details within various Bible stories. And that's strong external evidence for the validity of the Bible when it speaks. So just as with my analogy earlier, if I look critically and carefully at something and find that it's true when it speaks in certain areas, I'm much more apt to trust what it says and place my faith in it when it speaks in other areas as well. And this, this isn't just a blind faith that simply says, I believe it because the Bible says it. Rather, it's a reasoned faith that says the Bible has proven to be true in many, many areas. And therefore, based on what I've seen and my assessment of the evidence, I believe it to be trustworthy in what it says elsewhere. Now, some might say that Christians are using or quoting their own book to prove their point. You know, anybody who wants to make up a religion can do that. If I were going to make up a religion, would I quote my own book? Sure. But what kind of book is the Bible? The book is more correctly an anthology or a collection of books, poems, and letters. The Bible contains 66 different books, poems, and letters authored by over 30 different people over a period of several thousand years. If someone were trying to make up a religion, then it would be a very, very difficult thing to keep stuff straight over just a few generations, let alone even a hundred years. But one of the key features of the Bible is that it's amazingly unified in the message that it delivers. If we want to talk about blind faith, it takes a lot of blind faith in humanity to think that many different people over seven thousands of years could keep a story straight. I mean, if you've ever played the game telephone with 10 people over 30 minutes, you realize they can't keep a story straight. So again, if I look at the evidence, which is that over 30 different people over a period of several thousands of years are telling essentially the very same message, I'm going to be inclined to put my faith and trust in what they have to say. On top of that, when considering if our faith is reasonably placed, I also believe it's important for us to look at the early Christians, since they would have been the ones making up Christianity. Every single one of Jesus' disciples, except for John, were murdered because of their faith. I don't know about you, but if I'm making something up and someone threatens to burn me alive or fillet off my skin or crucify me or behead me or feed me to lions, all of which have happened to Christians throughout history, I'm going to go back on what I've said very quickly. Not many people that I know willingly die for something they know full well to be a lie. Now, to be fair, there are instances where as Christians, we must take God at his word without significant proof or outside validation. And in these situations, we must step out on faith in the purest sense of the word. But even in those situations, we step out on this blind faith because God and his word have proven trustworthy in other areas so often that we're inclined to trust him when he speaks in these other areas. For example, God tells me that I am saved completely by the work of Jesus Christ, and all that is required of me is to believe on him as my Lord and Savior. I can't verifiably test that, but because God has been shown to be truthful throughout the rest of Scripture, I can step out on that promise with significant confidence and conviction that what he has said is true. So while using the Bible to bolster our faith may seem like a form of circular reasoning and, and simple blind faith that denies proof, I hope that you can see that nothing's further from the truth when we consider the Christian faith. Christians quote the Bible as proof of itself and lean on it as the foundation of our faith and doctrine because we have found it and its author to be trustworthy after weighing the internal and external evidence concerning it. Thank you so much for listening in today. I hope you found it helpful. And if you'd like to ask a question of your own or talk more about something you heard today, visit me online at www.justintillman.com. 
There's a link in the show notes that can take you there pretty quickly. And there's a contact page that you can reach out to me. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider giving it a five-star rating and subscribing so you don't miss an episode. And share it with someone else who might find it helpful as well. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May He make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May He lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. God bless.